Real American A-Holes. Real American A-Holes. We salute you, Mr. Stay-at-home on New Year's Eve guy. Mr. Stay-at-home on New Year's Eve guy. You snuggle up on the couch with Ryan Seacrest and a four-pack of wine coolers while your entire town parties without you. Strawberry passion fruit, yeah. The guys from the office are at O'Malley's doing body shots with Greta from receiving, but not you. No. Tonight's the night you watch the special features on your Lord of the Rings DVD. Freaky for Frodo! The only ball you'll watch drop is the one that Meow Meow Kitty knocks from your dead Christmas tree. And the only toast you'll have at midnight is on either side of the BLT you're enjoying. Alone. So we salute you, Mr. Stay Home on New Year's Eve guy, your Coldplay CDs, your PlayStation 3, and your lint roller. You are a real American a-hole. Have fun, good times, where the action is. It's the Brit Summers Show. Hi, <laughs> Faye. Happy. Let's hope for the best of the next coming decade. A lot of people said happy decade. <laughs> You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 96.9, 1039 1470 WWNN. Hi everybody, it's a big welcome back, and it's been a very hectic and busy couple of weeks, and that's why I've been gone. Uh I wanted to get a show out last week, but it was uh, such turmoil. I couldn't get one out, or a show either. So, here I am, back to uh, grace you with my uh, uh, ever-present uh, ebullience and uh, cacophony of things. So, <laughs> here we are, in the future! <laughs> yes, the future. And what did the future hold for us? <laughs> Slow-moving toilet seats. Yes, you can stand back and marvel at a toilet seat where the lid moves slowly to shut. This is what 2020 has brought us, ladies and gentlemen. We're we're in the future now. Let's. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I'm not going to uh, torture my audience with uh, a sentimental look back at 2019. Say, remember when this happened? Remember when that happened? No, I say cocks a hoist of 2019. I say... It was a crappy year. 
and I'm glad to see it go. So, no, and, and with all of the uh, suffering we went through in 2019, I'm certainly not going to say, remember when this really pissed us off? Or do you remember when this really got you upset? <laughs> Let's go back and look now, shall we? No, I won't do that. But are, there are shows that are doing that. And I did see, I guess, well, CNN did a little bit, but uh, MSNBC did it a lot. <laughs> like, remember back in 2019? No, I don't remember back that far. Huh? Gee, that's so long ago. A year ago? Please remind me. Remind me what happened several months back. <laughs> no, I will not do that to you. But I will marvel at how far we've come in the last 50 years. And 1969 is the demarcation point because that's what we landed on the moon and we thought the technology was going to bring us this and all that. But what did we get? We got... Okay, software, uh, computer processing, uh, that's the only thing really that uh, we have that's futury phones. We got phones. And why? Here's my analysis on why we haven't progressed. Since the 80s, and Republican policies, and yes, since the 80s, we've had two Democratic presidencies that still, both of them, sorry, but including Obama, they rolled with Republican policies, and those policies are to de-emphasize education, the importance of education, and defund science. So without those two things, there's no progress. Technological. Oh, I, I left one thing out. Airbags. Oh, yes, we got airbags. But that's it. That's it. What else? Since the 80s. I don't know. Not much. Oh, and of course, uh, corporate has uh, maximized profits by trimming creative. Ooh, do they hate creative? You'll notice that all the uh, ad agencies that uh, corporate hires to advertise their products and services are just uh, paying royalties to old hit songs. That's a lot cheaper way out than uh, actually having to pay somebody to do a jingle for you. And here we are. Uh, yeah, of course, the Internet well, they kind of did have the Internet, but now we have the Internet, and look what we're doing. We're letting the Internet use us rather than us use the Internet. Remember that. In the upcoming year with the election coming around, don't let the Internet use you. You control the vertical. You control the horizontal. You control the sound. You can do whatever you want with the Internet. Don't just sit there with your mouth hanging open and let it control you and tell you what to think. You see, that's the only way we're going to be able to beat the Russians. Certainly can't rely on our government defense agencies to take care of it. They're being ordered to turn the other cheek. And uh, that leaves it up to us. What you see online, and let's face it, pretty much all of us have our heads buried deep online. Be it on the phone or on your laptop or on the computer. That's where our heads are right now, online. So they know that's where to attack us, but you have to be smarter than them. Is that possible? Can we be that way? Is, can we use our brains? Because if you're discriminating about what you look at and what you read on the internet, you'll know it's bullcrap right away. I said bullcrap because I'm still on the radio side of this thing. So you have to use your own mind, be independent, don't follow anybody i know you follow on facebook you follow on twitter but i'm talking about mentally following people online use your own brain if you formulate your own opinions and formulate your own independent thoughts the russians can't win but if you go online and you go <laughs> yeah yeah you hear that you see that yeah if you do that then we're screwed and unfortunately I hate to say it, but a majority of the people online is like, they believe everything they see on there. You don't have to. There's th there's a thing called links. There's a, <laughs> there's a thing called Google and Yahoo and uh, all kinds of searchable platforms for facts and background stories and, and to, get the, to get the information you need. Don't rely on just one source because we don't have it. <laughs> it's fake news. We don't, it's not so much fake news. We don't have any news all we have now is a uh, big pharma ads and uh, big oil company ads 
That are that are our friends. They're friends to you and me. They only want the best for you. <laughs> uh, so just uh, use your brain. That's the trouble. I can't make up my mind. I haven't got a brain. If we do that and into this and move forward into this election season, uh, the uh, hackers don't have a chance. Online, that is. Of course, voting machines, that's a whole different story. There they have a good chance. because uh, Not so much here because they can pretty much count on miscounting the votes. But in uh, other cities, and surprisingly, according to Brad Friedman, L.A. is getting uh, computerized, I think, ESNS uh, rigged machines, which uh, ESNS is the worst of the worst of the machines. Diebold was, was bad, but I think they crushed most of that. It's ESNS. Yes, it is ESNS. And those are the machines that will vote for whoever you program them to vote for. Uh, so we don't have that here. We just have uh, corrupt election supervisors. <laughs> they don't need them. Uh, <laughs> and dumpsters and uh, Biscayne Bay, where they can throw all the paper ballots if we had them. Well, like they did in 2000. But that's what's going to get hacked. And even that's a safer bet than letting them hack us online. And you can tell it's very simple to tell, especially on Facebook. If I'm going to put that focus on that for a second. If somebody friends you, and you're going to get a lot of this because it's happening with me already. It started about a month ago. Suddenly I get all of these friend re requests. You don't have to click accept. You can go into their profile. Look at their page. One, if it's brand new, decline. Two, if it's a generic photo or... Uh, no photo, a photo of a flower or something on there, decline. But what they're doing now, here's the difference between now and 2016. They're friending people in your friends list. So like when you get the invitation, it'll say you've got uh, 20 of your friends are friends with this person. Well, they just, uh, whoever those people were, just accepted them. So a lot of my democratic political friends are are on their friends list, but these are bots these are these are hackers and uh, decline right away i mean also you can scroll down you can see how long they've been on facebook if it doesn't go beyond a year uh, they're a bot there are no new users on facebook anymore <laughs> and and another thing i notice a lot of people well, not a lot but some are migrating back to myspace i've seen that happen myspace for those who don't recall, for those who uh, pay attention to shows that say, let's look back to 2019, because they can't remember what happened. MySpace was the Facebook of the uh, late 90s and aughts. Uh, Facebook didn't really come into its own until 09 or 10. That's when it exploded, because MySpace got into problems with pedophiles uh, searching for kids, and it, it got pretty nasty, because they had no security in place. Oh, whatsoever back in the uh, early ads. But it was MySpace. Everybody was, oh, you can reach me at my MySpace thing. But everybody migrated to Facebook and MySpace went back to being a uh, classified base for uh, musicians, which is what it originally was. And that's fine. But I'm noticing a lot of people are going back to MySpace. I haven't yet. I haven't checked it out. I don't know if it's any different now or... Whatever, but there's got to be an alternative to Facebook. And I know they've got uh, Instagram. And, but I, I don't want to take a picture about everything I do. I'm on Instagram, for what it's worth. I really just pretty much use my online things just to promote this show. So what am I going to do on Instagram? Well, here's the dinner I had last night. <laughs> so if you use your brain, we should be okay from the bots. Russia can uh, cocks a hoist. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain being chopped to bits by a finely honed meat cleaver. This is your brain in a blender. And this is your brain being stirred into a big pot of chili. Mmm. Brains. Real food for real people. Coming up at the bottom of the hour when I go online, because I'm on uh, licensed networks, I'm going to introduce a new segment of this show, uh, because I've kind of been doing this with previous shows, and the response has been very popular, so I'm figuring why not incorporate this into my hourly show and see what happens. Uh, it's going to be called... 
It's that time for God, for God, for God, for God, for God. And the reason for that is because I've been playing a lot of, uh, uh, well, by today's standards, obscure songs. But when they were new songs, they weren't obscure at all. In fact, they broke the top 20 on the charts. Oh, and then speaking of that, I, I did see the uh, Linda Ronstadt thing on CNN. <clears throat> that was very, very good. Very well done. They, they completely left out the uh, concert she did with uh, Chuck Berry and Keith Richards. <laughs> how, could you, how can you overlook that? In fact, when it was she did back in the USA, they mentioned she was rocking it. She had those like four albums went platinum in a row. And that's true. But they didn't mention back in the USA. True, she borrowed most of the music she did. But all of the songs that she adopted were became her own. She she just owned the song, even though it was somebody else's music. She 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 made it hers. So so I don't know how the producers of that uh, documentary could could overlook this concert with Keith Richards, Chuck Berry, and Linda Ronstadt doing her hit song of Chuck Berry's hit song. She did a concert in at uh, in St. Louis at the Fox Theater, and they had like uh, guest musicians, guests like Keith Richards. Everett Clapton, Robert Gray, Joe Walsh, uh, <laughs> and uh, they completely left that out of the special, of the documentary. And uh, it was like, I would say, it would be, it would be Chuck Berry's swan song. Because after that, he just... Uh, but even Johnny Johnson was on keys, his keyboard player throughout his career. So there was Linda Ronstadt, Eric Clapton, Keith Richards, <clears throat> probably as straight as he'll ever be with, without the uh, belt on his arm and this particular set Walsh wasn't in this one but it was uh, Robert Cray Keith Richards and uh, from NRBQ if you remember them Joey Scampanato on uh, on the bass Steve Jordan on drums great musicians and not to mention as I have before Johnny Johnson on keys who I once had the pleasure of actually seeing uh, right here in South Florida many years ago one of the great blues pianists Whoever lived and just so happened to be uh, with Chuck Berry most of his career. Not that he got much thanks for that, but yeah, it was Johnny Johnson. And if you want to hear uh, Richards on guitar, who was an R&B enthusiast long before the Stones came along. I mean, even the Beatles, they listened to this stuff. This is where all of that came from. And on the second guest lead, uh, the second half of the song, you know, that's Keith on lead. And Chuck Berry being his ornery, nasty self, trying to ruin his solo with uh, out-of-tune uh, riffs on his guitar. <laughs> he was just, uh, yeah, he was uh, something else. And they all got together to sing her hit of his hit that was a hit like, uh, I don't know, 30 years before that. So this is 1997, and everybody was still pretty much on top of their game. It was, a, it was an all-star lineup with her on lead vocal. So I happen to have ripped that to share with you, my audience. And I found some other things uh, over the uh, holiday uh, vacation that uh, I'm gonna share with you later on in the show. But right now, here's Linda Ronstadt, Chuck Berry, Keith Richards, and Robert Cray, and the whole mishpucha to show up, to sing her hit song of his hit song that became another hit song at another hit time. Come on out here, Linda Ronstadt, and back in the USA. Just touch down. 
out to the producers of the Linda Ronstadt documentary on CNN. Uh, you forgot. But I, I filled in the gap for you. The Brit Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 96.9, 103.9. And speaking of Ray Didlio, I uh, over the uh, Christmas or uh, holiday season or whatever you want to call it, uh, to have something on the air <laughs> because everybody was gone. And uh, there was nothing to listen to. There were, and I don't watch TV when I'm doing things during the day. So what do you listen to? I mean, all of the podcasts are dated if you do tune them in because no one's around. So what I did was I, I pulled out some of these uh, air checks I've been saving. that I, I haven't played them back, but and, and for the audience, uh, air check is uh, usually uh, over-the-air recording of a radio program. And, uh, well, otherwise known as a file or a podcast. <laughs> I got stuff that goes way back because I'm a radio hole. Or as someone would say, uh, a radio file. I, I just dig radio and I can't uh, get it out of my bloodstream. So I, I have stuff that goes way back. Like I've got uh, WABC 77. I got WQAM down here, which was... Kind of like 77, uh, almost a sister station. But sadly, the air check saved from WQAM are really rough. They're, they're not clean. Uh, for some reason, the uh, 77 tapes are, <laughs> sounds like they were recorded right there in the studio, as opposed to some kid holding the microphone up to a, a transistor radio speaker like pretty much what we got with WQAM here. And if there are clean, real tapes of the the uh, Rick Shaw days and Lee Sherwood and Dan Chandler days at WQAM, it would be great if I could get someone to let me know how to, to uh, download those or uh, steal them from somebody. So it just so happens I had <clears throat> from uh, WABC 77 uh, a whole bunch of uh, Dan Ingram and Ron Lundy and stuff. And I just... I know it's boring to a lot of people, but it was it was a lot of fun to hear radio again because it's all gone. It's all dead. And uh, oh, before I go on with that, I got an interesting email that I want to share with you because it's 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 hilarious. Now, it comes from KFNX, your talk leader in Phoenix, Arizona. Eleven hundred KFNX, which is uh, probably five watts or something. You have to park under the tower to hear it. Uh, this guy, and I'm sure this is his real name, Frankie Battaglia. <laughs> That's who sent this, Frankie Battaglia. Well, he used Francis, but you know he's using it, he's borrowing the name from the Godfather. And <laughs> it says, "Dear prospective broadcaster, I'm Frankie Battaglia. How you doing?" Of Independent Talk 1100 KFNX, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. <laughs> I am interested in airing your program on our station. We're looking for new shows to add to our lineup. And, and here's their lineup. <laughs> oh, first of all, it says it's a 50,000 water. Mm-hmm. 
okay. Oh, we reach over 5 million people in Arizona. <clears throat> Are there 5 million people in Arizona? Anyway, here's their lineup. The Brian Kilmeade Show. Oh, my God. Savage Nation. Oi! Lars Larson. The Alex Jones Show. How, do, how does Alex Jones get on the airwaves? That's, that's what, well, he spews hatred. And that's what management really likes. That's what they want on the air. And uh, so he's asking for me. It's actually what that is, is a brokered uh, radio station. He, he's expecting me to call him right away at 602. Buddy, 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 buddy. He gives me an extension. <laughs> Gee, can you put my show on the air? Evidently, he hasn't heard my show. No. And uh, <laughs> listen, if this show's going to get brokered anywhere, it's going to be brokered for me i can't afford to broker this show it's not brokered on this station anybody listening to my show for any period of time understands what the arrangement is here no i don't get paid but i work for him so it's a nice trade uh this guy's asking me to pay and to be in a lineup filled with shit stained right wingers uh no thank you new no uh the statement that really (laughs) sent me that made me spin around in a chair and fall on the floor was this kfnx was voted one of the top 10 radio stations in arizona wait wait well say that again it was voted one of the top 10 radio stations since when are we casting votes for radio stations that would be news to nielsen uh ppm of course you got to I don't even know if they require a dire anymore with PPM, but uh, nobody nobody votes for a radio station. So according to my calculations, what this guy wrote, he's lucky he has 10 people listening, which is what most right-wing stations have listening to him, about 50 people. But they'll tell you the numbers are huge. <laughs> and why? Because they don't subscribe to the book, and there's no way to prove it. So these people go with uh, votes. Uh, we were voted number one. Well, uh, okay, I'm going to start that now. Uh, from here on out, to, here's this is the Brit Summer Show, voted number one in South Florida. Voted the best of the top ten radio shows in uh, South Florida. <laughs> Let's get your votes in today. Show your support by voting for me. <laughs> According to our votes. Oh, God. Apparently, he's never heard the show, so... Sorry, Frankie Battaglia. It was you all along. And, uh... And no thanks. So, <laughs> have a happy day. Uh... <laughs> voted. We, we, we voted for you as the top ten station. Okay. Where do you cast those votes? Are there, are there precincts where you go to cast your vote for your favorite radio station? Oi... Okay, so getting back to what I was saying earlier, I have unearthed uh, some real gems that I'm going to share with the audience. And uh, one of them happens to be from, it's from 1965. It is a two-voice commercial for Ballantine Beer. Now, one of the voices you'll recognize right off the bat, but the other voice, remember, this is like maybe three years before he started his own show before it was a nationally recognized i mean he was he worked for jack parr he was a writer and everything but dick cavett uh so you can imagine uh, my delight when i heard this and uh i'm going to share it with you right now i've been chatting about valentine beer with the 2500 year old brewmaster oh sir i forgot to warn you i'm recording our conversation is there anything you'd like taken out before we play it on the air i didn't say uh skippy boo yet did i no, I hope not. Don't let me say that. That's a blue word in rock talk. Rock talk? Rock talk. We used to talk rock talk hundreds and thousands of years ago. What on earth is rock talk? Well, mainly it consisted of, hey, 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 put down that rock. Where you throwing that rock? That was your basic rock talk. Was that spelled R-O-C-K? R-O-K-K. They were very hard rock. Well, uh, I, I, I know I'm taking a lot of your time here. But, That's uh, all right. Very few people come into the cave anymore. I'm a lonely man. Sit in the clay in my settee and have a have a Valentine with me. I'd love to. If you want to start living a life that's livelier, live it with spirit. Valentine Beer. There's more spirit to it. There's something else you'll only hear right here on the Brit Summer Show. 
And that wraps it up for half hour number one. Half hour number two is going to start with, uh, if you follow us online, it's going to start with my new segment. It's that time. Forgot, 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 forgot. So I hope you'll be joining us for that. So everybody on the ground, thanks for tuning in. Everybody else, follow me to the other side, to the dark side of the uh, super highway of uh, misinformation. And I'll see everybody else back here next week on 95.3, 96.9, and 103.9 FM 1470 WWNN. We've got something to say. Transfixing you to your radio. It's Brit Summers. It's that time. Forgot, 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 forgot. Spider Turner, 1967. Number 18, the top 100. Not what you expect. When the night has come, oh yeah, and the land is dark, and the moon is the only light we'll see.
the late Sam Cooke might have said, Darling, you send me. Darling, you send me. And you know that I know that 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 everything is gonna be alright. Smokey Robinson, the miracles might say, Chuck Jackson might say, In a day Get down on my knees and say Talk about forgotten hits I forgot about this one Spider Turner Where he does impersonations of other singers It's really a fun song and uh, if you want to check out more, uh, he's still around, still touring. Uh, go to SpinningSoul.com. Spider Turner. Uh, he may be appearing in a town near you. He's still around, the guy. And he still sounds good. Uh, in fact, uh, Smokey Robinson said he, he never heard a better impression of him uh, than Spider Turner. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Skyhawkradio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, of course, thebritsummershow.com where you'll find the donate button and I want to thank all who have contributed and especially Ernie who has been subsidizing this show making it possible to do more and of course this is totally listener supported Uh, so I I thank uh, Ernie and uh, everybody else who has contributed and uh, I appreciate your input which you'll find on thebritsummershow.com. There's an email there. Or you can, yeah, like a, a Frankie Battaglia, who uh, <laughs> emailed me. Uh, would you like to be on our lineup there, right between uh, Sean Hannity and uh, Larry's Larson? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my show will fit in there like a uh, sore penis. <laughs> and the other place you can contact me, of course, is Facebook under Boca Brittany Summers. Now, I have them brought up the orange bacteria that is uh, currently festering in the White House. Can you imagine how bad that must smell in there? Oh my God, it must smell like uh, the Pompano dump on a bad day. Oof, oof, God. All those uh, old shit-stained old white men walking back and forth. Uh, Aren't you you tired of middle-aged shit-stained white men? I mean, pretty much that's what's all on the radio airwaves anymore. Uh, just hate talkers, you know, old, sweaty, old, middle-aged uh, fat fucks that's uh, t- telling you to hate other people. Uh, and that's what, of course, well, that's what the current radio management, they adore that. They think it gets ratings, which is kind of interesting since they don't subscribe to any ratings providers. They just uh, pull it out of their white, fat, pasty ass. Uh, and I can say things like that now because I am no longer on the air on the, on the other side. And as a matter of fact, if, if this show does go off the air for whatever reason, uh, one reason in particular is that uh, <clears throat> when I started with this radio station uh, nine years ago, it, everybody's gone. I think there's one person left there who even uh, recalls my name. So <clears throat> uh, its days are numbered, and uh, like, uh, so what? If it doesn't, it doesn't. I still got this. You got me here. And you can uh, tune in uh, and uh, download all you want. Thanks to the generosity of my gracious listeners. Uh, But no, I have not talked about... uh, You'll notice I haven't gotten political once yet this show. Uh, And for a good reason. Aren't you fed up right now? I mean, right now... Okay, next week I'll get political. I just... uh, Let's just say I'm not in the mood. He is so infuriating, so frustrating. And I'm certain my audience is just, uh, I mean, it's important. You have to follow what's, what's going on and everything else. And I will. I'll do it next week and everything. I'll pound the desk and all this. Uh, but let, right now, we're going into a, a new decade. 
I'd like to stay as positive as I possibly can. Of course, uh, it will be real positive if uh, the erection goes the right way. And, and, and oh, that, that is funny. Here, I'll say this. Uh, Bernie is way ahead by $10 million, as they say in North New York, for um, individual contributions, non-corporate. He's kicking all their ass. He's spanking them really good. And uh, <laughs> the, the corporate news media who hates, hates Bernie Sanders. Why? Because if he gets elected president, he will enforce the Sherman Antitrust Act repeal the 96 Telecom Act, rewrite it, and maybe they'll break up these conglomerates and people like me will get their jobs back. But boy, they're, ooh, they're sad. You want to look at some sad cable news networks? Look at MSNBC and uh, CNN. They have to acknowledge that Bernie is way ahead of the pack uh, so far. Uh, and the uh, first primary, uh, CACUS, is, uh, what, less than a month away and i think it's the primary vote is in march for florida so they're not happy because their boy biden he's not doing good their golden boy he's sliding back there and uh, wanting to get a republican well he didn't say he wanted one he said but if the opportunity arose that he had to pick a republican running mate he would he would consider that okay joe (laughs) god damn it uh, oh, but he's way ahead of the pack. You listen to the lies on on these uh, network, the corporate network this dispute him. He's our uh, what do they they insist he's the front runner. He's our front runner, Joe Biden. Yes, he's the only one who could ever beat Trump. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Not but the only person who can beat Joe Biden is Joe Biden, and he's beating himself right now, saying stupid things like that. He's going to lose to his own self. Which, and he has no momentum. No one shows up. A dozen or so people show up at it if he decides to have a, a campaign speech. Uh, and he gets there and is older than dust bus. Uh, it's, just, it's really pathetic and sad. He's, he's embarrassing himself. And I don't want to even bring up the uh, Ukraine thing with, the, with his son and all that. The, the Republicans and Trump and all of them, they wasted their time. They didn't have to bother. They didn't have to worry about Joe Biden because you see, he's killing himself already. I'll pick a Republican. Who are you going to pick, Joe? What Republican you like? Oh, probably the ones he likes. They're all dead. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not worried about Joe Biden. The only thing I'm concerned about is if they, uh, the uh, DNC does the same thing they did in 2016. They muscle him in. No matter what. In other words, they create a, a media blackout with all the other candidates they don't like, primarily Bernie, and uh, just to focus on Biden. That's what they did. That's how they got Trump elected. They blacked out everybody. Media silence on everybody but Trump. In 2016, it was Trump 24-7. You go back to my shows, you'll hear me bitching about that. It was constantly. All three of them. Trump, 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 Trump. Oh, yeah, Hillary. Hillary for like maybe 10 minutes a day. No Bernie at all. So if the if the DNC and that was all controlled by the DNC, if the DNC does that again uh, with Biden, uh, I'm just going to collapse and implode like uh, the Democratic Party usually does. But I really hope they don't do it again. This, uh, and they're having to admit that Bernie is ahead. They have no choice anymore. Of course, we'll see what happens next month. But for now. They really got to just bite the bullet, and they're not happy. You want to see some sad, long faces, I'm afraid. He's, uh, what is it, $34 million. Joe's got 22. Booty Booty had 24. He's way ahead of everybody else, and at this stage of the the transcribing of the show, I don't know what uh, Warren has. And uh, what uh, Trump gets, it doesn't count, because what did they say? He had 52 million. That came from the Saudis and the Russians, so it doesn't count. But over the uh, holiday uh, expanse, <laughs> but very good show, by the way, on uh, Amazon. Oh, Amazon's pulling a fast one on us. If you're watching, uh, okay, first of all, if you, if you subscribe to Amazon, you get their free shows that comes with your subscription. 
And of course, if you want to watch a movie, then you have to watch the ones that they make available or you rent it for $2.99. And that's okay. That's what they do. But now the regular TV shows, the old ones that uh, used to be free, they... (laughs) Let's say you're watching a, 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 a show that you've never seen before. I'll give you an example on there. It's, it's not what happened to me, but I was watching a crime story with Dennis Farina. I never saw it before. It was on Amazon. So I was lucky. I got through both seasons, although season two sucked. But that was it. It was part of the service. It was free. All right, great. Now what they're doing is somehow they partnered with CBS. Uh, if you want to watch their what would normally be free programs, now you to do that you have to subscribe to CBS All Access. Yes, we're your friends. I would if if I had Tom Steyer's money, I would not give CBS five ninety nine a month. They don't need my five ninety nine a month. They could shove it up their CBS ass. I mean, even Bill Paley, if he came back to life, he, he would say, you're charging viewers to watch our TV shows? And especially the ones on Amazon, which are the older ones that used to be just free to watch. Now you have to subscribe to CBS to watch it. Uh, screw it. I just uh, I just won't. I'll, I'll watch something else. Thank you very much. You won't get my $5.99 a month. And if I, like I said, if I had Andrew Yang's money, I wouldn't give you $5.99 or $1,000 a month. Nothing. You get nothing from me, Amazon. And and CBS. CBS All Access. Access this, you bastards. You fucking gonifs, you. Uh, yeah, that's the new thing they're doing. But, oh, I, oh and I did see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, well, if anybody's interested in my uh, review... Uh, I guess you could call me the uh, Rex Reed of uh, movie reviewers. Um, Rex Reed. Uh, it was a personal statement. I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything more than that. It was a personal statement by Tarantino <laughs> of what he would have liked to seen happen. Uh, I'll stop it there because not everybody's seen it yet. I will. I will say this: it's very long. Oh, it's long, and I dread to see what the director's cut's going to be. The director's cut is probably going to be twenty-four hours long, because all the trouble they went through to make the Hollywood look like uh, the nineteen sixties. There's very little of it in the movie, which I found disappointing. However, they did a lot of filming, a lot of shooting, and it wasn't in the. Uh, theater release cut so i'm certain in the director's cut you'll see a lot of how they redid that uh, street to look like 1969 and i'm not going to do any give you any spoilers that's all i'm going to say about it so uh is it worth a watch i don't know depends what genre you're into Uh, i enjoyed it i mean i had some long spots okay and uh as time goes on uh, maybe i'll talk about it more Long spots that really weren't necessary, but he was very indulgent in making that movie. You could see it. It's it's a Tarantino movie. And now MSNBC analyst Chris Matthews on New Year's resolutions. I'm Chris Matthews. New Year's resolutions are stupid. Don't make them. You want to make something? Make love. Make your bed. Make an unedible cake in an easy bake oven with a 41 light bulb. I'm sick of people saying they want to lose weight for a New Year's resolution. It's stupid. The world needs fat people. Who are the rest of us gonna make fun of? I'm not talking out of school i'm fat my heart works like a pack of iditarod slave dogs just to keep me going the only working out i do is on christmas morning on the missus you ought to see me after i make love you think barbarino was a sweat hog here's another resolution i hate i'm gonna quit smoking no you're not i smoke like a chimney i smoke cigars bill clinton gave me god knows where they've been for the love of pumpernickel bread life sucks you gotta do something fun if i didn't have this job i'd probably climb the bell tower in my finger 11 t-shirt and throw myself off the battle between good and evil in my head is like two baboons fighting over a cookie. Here's another resolution I hate. I'm going to read more. Why would you read more when you got TV? Who are you, half-pint Ingalls living on the prairie sharing a room with your blind sister Mary? They had to read. They had no TV, but you do. Saying you got to read doesn't make you sound smarter. It makes you sound dumb. Eat more, smoke more, watch more TV. There's a resolution you can sink your teeth into. You do it right, you can actually hear your arteries hardening. I'm Chris Matthews. Let's play hardball. MSNBC analyst Chris Matthews is criminally insane. You're listening to the Bird Summer Show, FYINation.com, SkyhawkRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, and 
I wanted to tell you about my trip to the dealership. <laughs> I know you're going to think it's kind of weird. Why is she bringing that up? Well, I had to get my oil changed. Now, I'm not going to mention the make for a very good reason. Because uh, it, it wasn't their fault. It's what dealerships do. I keep my car as factory fresh as possible as I can afford it. My car is a 2006 with the hundred and six that thousand miles on it and it's clean you can't tell because i take care of my vehicles and i know as a trans woman i'm not allowed to be a motorhead <clears throat> but i am i'm supposed to talk about shoes and i will stay with me i will be talking about shoes but first i want to talk about what happened to me there because it's kind of cute uh every three thousand miles i take my car into the dealership and what I didn't realize, I figured it out later. When you make a reservation for uh, service, they send it to sales. So, and it hasn't happened to me before. Uh, but so I'm, I'm in the breezeway at this, in the service area. <clears throat> They're riding up the car, getting it ready. for. Um, I got uh, oil change and uh, radiator flush. Okay. At 106,000, it's a good idea to do. So <laughs> I got pulled aside by one of the sales people there. And he says... Is that your 06? I said, yeah. He said, that's a clean, that's a beautiful car. You've done a great job. I, I said, I take care of my car. He said, well, uh, how much you want for it? I said, what do you mean? So uh, long story short, he wanted me to trade it in for a new one. And I didn't have the heart to tell him, I don't like the new ones. I don't like them. Uh, not that my car is all that great, but... It's paid for, and uh, that's that. I mean, I, w I wouldn't say it's a fancy car. It's a little economy car. It's fine. But I, the new ones, I just don't like them. No. While the car was being serviced, he took me into the sales area, and he sits me down. says, let me put you into this. Uh, it was more than a bad deal. It was a 99 a month lease for a, for a new version of what I got. And I just don't like that car. I don't like it. Not that it's a bad car. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way that all new cars look. They're all boring. They're all coma-inducing. It's a corporate thing. No more fun and styling. Uh, so I was like, not thrilled. So he said, well, let's run your credit. See what we can do. I said, you don't want to run my credit. He said, well, why not? Because I, I, I think if you run my credit, an armed task force will leap from the computer monitor and, and, and ask why you're doing this. It's so bad. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to waste your time. No, he insisted. He wanted to run my credit. So I let him, and <laughs> my current credit score is... It's bad. Oh, it's so bad. My credit, <laughs> since I lost my home in 2012, forget it. It's like uh, I'm resigned to the fact that I got bad credit, and I'll probably have bad credit for the rest of my life but he was insistent and he showed me the, the current score and uh all i heard was <laughs> so i'm like why why just service the car it was it was 35 dollars for the oil change which is a little high for an oil change but you get the factory filter and the factory approved oil i get the oil synth mix and uh the fluid and flush for the radiator was uh, $99, so it had to be done. Over 100,000 miles, you just gots to do it. I didn't want to fight the guy. He was very nice. But I, I kept saying, no, 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 I do not want a new car, <laughs> even if it is 99 a month. Because with the insurance, you're talking 250. I don't gots it, okay? I said, the only car I would want to get, you don't have them here. And he said, what kind of car is that? I said a 59 Buick Invicta convertible. So he couldn't help me. Uh, no! Anyway, the point is, if I had the money to buy a new car, if I had the credit to buy a new car, I couldn't tell you which one I'd want because they all bore me to death. There's nothing out there. Listen, it's always been this way with me. And tell me if I'm illogical. But if you're going to make a car payment every month, you should love your car so much that you should be happy to send a check every month to pay for that vehicle and i i did uh, a couple times uh my acura when i always thought that was a lease back when i had a career back when i had a job 
And uh, I loved my Acura. Boy, you can redline those VTEC V6s to the moon and you can't blow them up. It was fast. It was comfortable. I loved that car, but the lease went up and the new ones looked like crap. So I got something else which I shouldn't have done. But it was a happy lease. I loved the car. The payments were affordable. No problem. That's what I was looking for. But the most important thing of all is that you don't mind writing that check each month. And there's not one goddamn car on the road that I would look forward to paying for each month. None of them. Uh, well, I don't know. It's really hard to narrow it down. I mean, the ones I, I think look good, I got, I, I got problems with. Anyway, yeah, it would be real tough for me. If, if the time came where I had to get a new car, it would be... It'd have to be a, an older one. I, I don't like them. Uh, no! Now, about shoes. What? <laughs> well, when you're a trans woman, even with a voice this low, uh, <laughs> what would you do? I mean, outside of civil rights, which I, I do talk about, uh, let's see, what, what can the audience relate to? Uh, shoes, okay. Here's, here's one thing you can relate to. I don't like buying shoes online. To you, I mean, don't you like to try the shoes on to see if they're fit, if they're comfortable? You can't do that online. And I know you can order online and they ship it back and all this and they try to make it as convenient as they can. No, just just open up the stores. Bring back Payless, bring back Kinney, bring back Tomacan because you could have gone there and tried on the shoes. And if you didn't like it, whatever. No, you can't do that. Now, this is the future, ladies and gentlemen, 2020. We're living in the future where we have less options. Oh, but the Internet makes it easier. To... No, it doesn't. I get the spilkies. If I have to buy shoes or clothes online, you don't know if they fit. You don't know if they're junk. You don't know what they feel like. No. And I can go on and on. And I have to ask. Why did they stop making wedge sandals? They make flats, fine. You can, make, you can find all kinds of shoes, but no wedge sandals. I love wedge sandals. You can't find them anymore. What is a corporate saying? No, you cannot have any wedge sandals. No, I will not give it to you. Skyhawkradio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, the Brit Summer Show.com, SoundCloud, with free Brit Summer Show downloads provided to you through the gracious courtesy and generosity of my listeners, primarily Ernie, oh! who subsidizes this show, and I thank him profusely. So that wraps it up for this show, and uh, next week uh, I'll probably do some angry things. Uh, you're probably used to me pounding my fist on the desk about things that I'm angry about. No, I'll do that later. Meanwhile, I've got to, like, mosey back into the groove. And I hope you had a good time. It was kind of a fun show. I'd rather do a fun show. Uh, so uh, that's it for now. And until uh, next time, uh, this is Britt Summer saying... If you blow too much, you're in trouble. Uh-huh. you find the fun. Radiates around the Brit Summer Show. I love being clean. I do, too. 
but sometimes with the hustle and bustle of the holidays, you forget to poo. So I use Super Colon Cleanse to keep me regular every day. With Super Colon Cleanse, you'll go every day, whether you want to or not. Super Colon Cleanse. Happy New Year's, honey. It's all over the floor! <laughs> My bad. Feel clean from the inside out. 